Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up? What's up? Welcome back to the Dirty Devotional Podcast. Zach here. Listen, always excited to be able to spend some time with you. If you're brand new to the podcast, listen, we do these every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. My goal is to make them around 10 minutes long so that you can enjoy them uh, Enjoy them on your way to work. You can enjoy them while you're cleaning, um, before you go to bed, when you wake up in the morning during your quiet time, whatever it may be. And my hope is that we can take a very big divine God and connect him to our very dirty life. Um, because listen, if your faith does not connect to your day to day, then you're missing something. Um, I believe God wants to be present and wants to be working with you every single day. I want to give a shout out um, to all of my listeners. Um, listen from literally all over the place. Shout out from y'all from New York, um, from Florida. Love my Fort Lauderdale crew. Um, from over in Italy. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, listen, you guys are seriously the bomb, and I hope these podcasts are helpful for you. Um, but today we're going to continue our conversation in the book of Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes chapter 2. Um, and again, Ecclesiastes is a book of this guy who's referred to in the message version of the Bible called the Quester. Um, I love it. Sounds like a like a comic book superhero. But this guy um, is basically su- has um, seeked out all of this knowledge and wisdom all over the world and has gained this full understanding of what life offers. Um, and it's kind of a depressing book because he's like, listen, it's all meaningless. There's nothing new under the sun. <laughs> In the message version, it says it's smoke blowing in the wind. Um, it's, it, it's nothing. It doesn't matter. Um, and he uses this illustration to help us understand more about what's important in our life, what's important about our perspective, um, and how, what do we do with it? Listen, at the end of the day, we got limited time. Um, I was talking to Caitlin. We had our baby girl, um, about four weeks ago, baby Oakley, baby O, as I call her. Um, she's wonderful. And it's just, it's such a reality check of life, um, having this girl and realizing how fast time flies. Like this idea that at one point, um, I was a baby and my parents were holding me and now I have a baby and I'm holding her. Um, it's just how fast everything goes on in your life. And listen, the older you get, you know this, time goes by so, so fast. And the question that we all have to ask and we have to wrestle with every single day is, um, what, what's the best we can do with our life? Like what is the absolute best? At the end of the day, um, what do we need to do to get the most fulfillment, to get the most purpose? And listen, I, churches, listen, every, I, I'm going to talk about this for a sec. I wasn't even going to say it. Churches will say this saying like, what's the best you can do with your life? Give it to the Lord. I get that. And I'm a hundred percent with that. But what exactly does that even mean? Like sometimes we say things in church world and we're just like, you walk away and you tweet it and you Instagram it. And you say things and you don't even know if somebody asked you, what does that mean? You'd be like, uh, just, it's like you, when you use the word, uh, to define the word. So it's like, what does scuba diving mean? Well, it means you're scuba diving. It's like one of those things like, oh, what does it mean to give your life to the Lord? Well, you just, you give it to him. It's like, okay, that's helpful. 
Um, but what does it mean to give the best we have in our life? And it says this in Ecclesiastes, uh, Ecclesiastes chapter two. I don't know why I'm struggling saying that. Verse 24, he says, it says, the best you can do with your life is this, have a good time and get by the best you can. I love this because this is the most real description of what it looks like when, if I could tell someone, they're like, hey, Zach, how do you, how do you get the most out of life? What, what is the key? And it's simply, this says, have a good time and get by the best you can. And I want to talk about both of those because I think they're very, very important. One, have a good time. Listen, for some reason, there is this, um, this kind of culture in Christianity where the more you come to know God, you exp- you believe your life should be more miserable. It's like you the suffering theology, the suffering for Christ, that um, if you're not miserable, if you're not complaining, if you're not talking about how bad your life is, then um, then you're living in riches and you're sinful and the, Satan's got you. And I hate that. That is so stupid and so anti-gospel because the gospel is good news, not bad news. And the good news is, is that we have Jesus, which means we have a direct line to God, which means we can have the best of life. It's what it means. We can have the absolute best. And Ecclesiastes, the writer here, the quester is saying, have a good time. It's okay to have fun. I believe as Christians, as followers of Jesus, we should be the most fun, exciting people to be around. Doesn't mean we need to be reckless. It doesn't mean we need to be um, uncontrollable. It doesn't mean we need to be stupid. What it means is that we should have fun. And a lot of times we sacrifice fun in life because we think if we have fun, we're going to send this message to people that having that that they're that they're going to be sinful if they're having too much fun. It's just really annoying. It doesn't make any sense to me. And so, listen, if you're one of those Christians that doesn't smile, smile today. Listen. The, the Lord should put the joy in your heart. It shouldn't be deep down buried. You should wear it on your face. So listen, enjoy your life. Have a good time. It is biblical. Literally one verse in Ecclesiastes says, eat, drink, and be merry. Um, eat food, drink your drinks, have a good time, be happy, enjoy your life. This is a gift from God. We need to start treating it like a gift Man, like Christmas Day, that gift you open that you love where you rip it apart and you enjoy it so much. We need to start treating our life like that as, man, this is this is something that has been given to me to do endless things. And so I'm going to have fun with it. I'm not going to be miserable with it and especially be miserable with it and then say that's godly. That is not a godly option. Have a good time. And the second thing says this, it says, get by the best you can. Now, I want to, I want to take a second. And I want to talk about the other, the, another translation. The NIV says this. It says, um, to find satisfaction in their own toil, in their own trouble, in their own work. And so I think one of the things when it comes to not only having a good time, we need to learn to enjoy the problems that come with life. Because I think when we think good time, we think, oh, no troubles. Um, you know, don't worry, be happy. Troubles are gone. Um, listen, that's not life. Real life has problems. Some, there are bills that have to be paid. There are things you have to take care of. Um, the schoolwork has to get done. The kids have to be taken care of. But we have to learn how to find satisfaction in the work, in the troubles that are before us. We have to learn to find joy in those little things because if we have this mindset that one day we just look forward for it to be gone, um, I don't think we're going to be as happy as we wanted because at one point I really believe we prayed for and wanted the things that we are currently complaining about. For instance, I will complain like no one else about Oakley's crying. 
But there was a day where I was praying for Oakley. And so if I'm just praying for Oakley to be gone, I'm literally asking God to take away the answer of the prayer that I prayed for. We, we pray for things like a relationship, and we have this relationship, and then all we do is whine and complain about it. We pray for um, to have income, and then we whine and complain about the income. You know, we have to be careful um, that we are not just complaining about every blessing God sends our way simply because it's difficult. Um, I love that in Genesis, God gives Adam and Eve uh, the, the world to take care of. And it says that Adam had to work the garden before the fall, that there was toil and work that came with the blessing of giving this world. Work was not a, a necessarily a sin, but instead what happened is after sin, the perspective changed, and now the work was viewed as, sin, as, a, as a punishment. It was never meant to be a punishment. It was meant to be an opportunity to take part with God in doing great things in the world. And so as parents, we get to take part with God in raising this child. Um, we get to take part in working to provide for our families. It's a beautiful thing if we let it, but we have to change our perspective and make the best with the toils, do the best we can with what's in front of us. Now, I'm not saying that we should uh, fake it or sugarcoat. I'm not saying we just, this is where if you're not careful, you can have these this fakeness and putting on a mask. Listen, I can tell you, let me give you an example. I can tell you that sometimes I want to throw Oakley out a window because she drives me nuts and her crying will not stop. But let me tell you, I'm so grateful to be her dad. I'm so grateful that that little girl, for some reason, that when I pick her up, she stops crying. It's unbel- I don't get it because I'm not that awesome. Um, but when I pick her up, she starts stops crying, and I love it. So it's okay to be honest and be like, hey, this is tough. This is difficult, but I'm also grateful for it. You can have both of those intentions. You don't have to be like, oh, everything's awesome all the time, and I love everything about my life. Don't be that person because we all know you're lying. Instead, be the person that says, man, this is really tough. Here are the things I'm facing. My relationship is dealing with this. My job, I'm dealing with this and I hate it. And sometimes I'm going to whine and I complain about it. But on the other side of it, I'm going to practice gratitude. I'm going to make the most out of it. And I'm going to be joyful because I believe that there's good in it. And I wanted this. I prayed for it. So I'm going to make the best for it. And I believe if we do this, what we will find is no matter the situation we are coming against in our life, whatever wherever we find ourselves, that we can enjoy it. We can. Listen, have a good time. It's okay to have fun and enjoy life. Make the best you can with the toils that you're facing, with the problems that are in front of you. Make the best of it. That is how we make the most out of this life. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for today. Thank you for every person listening. Lord, I pray that... Lord, um, the most important thing that I think we need is we need to learn how to lighten up and enjoy ourselves. Um, Lord, we we take these verses like deny yourself, pick up your cross and carry me um, as these verses of death and and killing and miserable. But it's on this death walk when we pick up the cross and follow Jesus, what we find is resurrection and life, not not just death. There's a happy ending. And so, Lord, help us live our a life as a resurrected life, as one that is joyful and happy. Help us enjoy it. And, Lord, help us to find um, the silver lining. Help us to find the good things and the sucky things. Lord, help us be honest and real about what's tough. But, Lord, help us have strong perspective and good perspective so that we can find satisfaction in the tough days. Lord, we thank you. We love you. We ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. 
Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.